0: and i am chilling with the fits SRC with me hello, Chauke with zian and if i'm not mistaken i got that right, right? It's <laughs> it's easy. Yeah, yeah. thank easy. you so uh, you guys are here to speak about the bursary and funding uh fundraising from the fundraising office and uh, which has compiled the bursary list to ensure that you get access to the 2022 and 2023 bursaries i mean the bursaries are from different businesses companies state-owned entities and departments so different provinces and ngos so the list was also compiled to make it easier for you as a bit students to apply for the 2022 and the 2023 fundraising opportunities that you are specific to the qualifi- uh, qualification that you are registered for so the bursaries stretch across and are for both undergraduate and postgraduate uh, studies. So, gents, I mean, a conversation about bursary is a very important one to have. And so I want you to guys, I will start with you, Kamogedo, to give us a brief con- um, explanation about what the Bursary Funding and the Fundraising Office, what is exactly its function.
1: OK, no, thank you very much, my brother, for hosting us today. And as you had said with me, I have ziana hands Monday. And I also have U2, which are part of my SRC um, subcommittee members, right? So uh, the Bursary and Fundraising Office would function on a day-to-day basis to deal with everything funding. Mm. Um, And that's what our talk has been about in different residences. What we deal with is the different funding issues that students might have. Uh, So if you have a Bursary and you have an issue with your Bursary, If it's giving you delays or if it's, you know, um, whatever issue that you might have with your funding, we are here to assist you with it. Um, And then the fundraising part obviously would say that we would fundraise money from different stakeholders around um, to ensure that the academic, um, the financial, uh, you know, residence life and the social life of students Mm. uh, is fundraised for so that whatever needs the students have are met.
0: So how often do you guys find that uh students are coming to the office and saying, "Yo, we actually don't have any funding for our residencies. We don't have funding for the programs that we want to go into." Mm. So I think it's it's the it's the
1: cornerstone of of um every student, right, yes. is funding, right? Um so we'd find that you can be the best student ever, but if you don't have funding, you your student life is not going to be as fruitful as you want it to be. Yes, um, I think funding is at the corner. It's at the corner of everything. And we've f- seen um, that there's a large number of students that come in and say, um, I'm self-funded or my parents are not able to fund me at this point. Um, I don't have a bursary. I don't have any form of funding. And that's precisely why we come with different me- methods and, 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 and uh, forms of fundraising yeah. money for students. And that's why the buzzer list actually came across. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why we came and compiled it, because if students go online and they sa- just search and say, we want a buzzer, they are not, um, you know, going to be directed to exactly what they need. Yeah. Right? But yeah. the list would show them the different types of um, you know, uh, fields that they are in, it would show them whether or not they're undergraduate or postgraduate, you can go there. The general buzzery is that they can go and apply for. Um, I think in South Africa and 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 you know um, institutions of higher learning, you we know, um, a lot of uh, students are not funded. Yeah. Yes, um, there is an issue like that has seen a lot of protest even uh, around funding and sustainability. When you come into institutions of higher learning mm-hmm. so there there is a large number of students that would come to my office and that's why this initiative was very important for us to come with um so historically even uh you would know um as a fellow student yourself mm. that you might have faced difficulties with how you fund your studies yes. and how, you know, they, they they went throughout the years. So it's a national it's a national issue that we try to localize at VETS and said, how are we going to assist the number of students that come to our offices to say the answer that we have should not just say, uh, go there, go there, go there. But we said, no, let's compile something and say, here's the solution for you. Yeah. So there is a large number of students that come to us on a day-to-day basis. And
0: I'm... I'm you mentioned that you know it's funding is the cornerstone of it because when you mm. actually don't have funding you don't function exactly to be quite honest because the next th- thought is will i make it to next week mm-hmm. will i be able to make it to the following month am mm-hmm. i do i still have the the privileges of studying at the institution if i don't have the funding yeah. and zeander i just want to know from you you know applying for a bursary can sometimes be a very huge challenge where a student has to go through different sides to do so i mean will that be dealt with in the sense that they are able they know where they are going straight or th- are there too many loopholes that they have to jump and corners that they have to go through.
2: Okay, um, thank you my brother. Um, I'll elaborate on your point. So basically when it comes to the Bible, yeah. everything has been so concise to the point where you just look for your degree. Yeah, Once you find your degree, you can apply to as many as I think under each I've probably put 10 minimum. So nice. you have many Like a variable of options On top of that You can apply to as many as you want There's no such thing as too much funding So apply, 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 apply And also it's very simple Like how you follow the NSFAS There's lots of simple steps You submit your academic transcript On top of that your ID Your identification They want to know if you're passing or not And then there are some bursaries Like It's so split up to the point Where everyone is accommodated for So there's a post-grad section There's an international student section There's a general bursary section Where the missing middle fits in So the people that are too poor to pay for their fees and too rich for NESFIS can also apply for bursaries. So we try to make it all inclusive as possible.
0: I'm glad you mentioned that the, the missing middle because sometimes even with nepsis you go <laughs> and you try and you apply mm. and they say, well, you look by the by the looks of it, your parents can actually afford. Just not accommodating that your parents are actually paying for a house, a car exactly. and funding a lifestyle. So mm-hmm. I'm glad you mentioned the missing middle mm-hmm. in all of it. So I'm trying to uh, also want to understand what are some of the funding issues that students really have come to you and said i'm unable to focus because this funding is have they actually missed on certain uh, activities that they'd like to take part of
2: so basically um what i can add on and then kamo will add mm. on to my point mm. it's basically at the start of the year living allowances from were when being paid up yeah. when being paid out so we know as a student you need your toiletries you need your snacks food you need to pay for your airtime, you need data, you need essentials that you can't function with yeah. currently. And with Nesfes at the start of the year, they weren't really paying living allowances. Yeah. So we tried to squash that issue as quickly as possible. And I think Amo can elaborate more on that point.
1: Yeah, sure. So um, what the essential issue would be with the funding models and you know um, different funding agents is that and what we get from the funding talk that we've been having around um, the different houses Mm -hmm. or the residences that we've been visiting is that um, people essentially as as Uzianda has said do not get their allowances on time and maybe there's a lack of communication between the puzzle and the student um, and at a later stage uh, someone would only find out in the the later year that they're not even being funded by the same puzzle that initially committed that they funded them right so um what we try to make um them aware of is that if there is a buzzer that has already committed to you and that buzzer is not um um, speaking to you or communicating to you you have you know um a chance to come and speak to us and say this is the irregularity that i'm seeing they're different from different people Mm. right say so this is the irregularity. I sent my ID, I sent all the documents, but no one has responded to me ever since. Mm. Um so that's the conversation that we'll be having with the with the students. <clears throat> but if there's anything else that we're finding is that most of the students that live um in residences and that um are studying at VITS are self funded. Yeah. Right? Yes. So the self funded students what we continuously elaborate on is that we do not advocate for a situation where your parents need to, as we had said, Go and sell a house or sell a car or go yeah. to a loan shark for them to uh, try and fund your studies right so if you are not funded, these are the buzzory opportunities that you can be going forward to and and trying to apply for and um, that also assists uh, in the next financial year if uh, maybe you are going to be facing financial exclusion mm. and the financial exclusion part of it would be saying if you owe um more than 10,000, you are not going to be able to register in the university. Mm. Or if you're owing more than 15,000, you are not going to be able to graduate um, if you are graduating. Um, Even if you had had a cum laude or seven Mm. distinctions, whatever you might have, but the finances can restrict you from um, being able to completing or even starting your academic year next year. Right, So, showing that you have applied, showing that you have um, looked into the different methods of funding uh, would also assist you in motivating as to why you need to come back to the university and that you're not just sitting back and saying, I don't have funding, but there's a proactive uh, step that you have, taken, you have taken. Right, So, ultimately um we do understand the frustrations that come from students with their uh different um uh, you know issues that they face with their bursaries and their forms of funding and with their personal experiences in saying I'm a self-funded student but I can't be able to be paying these amount of fees. So um, on a normal basis, your course could be varying from 40000 to eighty, dollars um, and then your residence can be from 45000 to even uh, um, $90,000, yeah. right? Um, uh, in, in, more, in more spaces than one, residences would even be more higher. Then, then the actual, then, actual, then the actual the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, then the actual course that you're course, studying, yeah. right? And we do understand that y- that's not money that. Y- People can just come up with yeah. right you can't just say I have hundred <clears throat> sorry 120 thousand that is laying around for me to come and pay towards um, um, education so it's it's, it's it's those frustrations that come to us um, it's frustrations of saying I've been speaking to f- uh, financial aid on scholarship office I've been speaking to fees office but there's nothing that I'm getting from them um, I have a uh, concern with the government buzzries that I'm having your GCRA, your NFSAs I have a concern with uh, the provincial um, government uh, you know, uh, fundings that I'm getting from (coughs) Pumalanga Department of Health, Department of Education and all of those things so, and these are the things that we have uh, have tried to um, continuously deal with and try to continuously um, attend to, so when the students directly speak to us about them, we say okay let's contact the buzzer, let's contact whatever relevant stakeholder that they may not even be able to um, contact or they don't know who to speak to when they have their frustrations. right? Um, And I think it was very important for us to have this conversation in June because this is a time where students are about to start with the examinations so we wanted to take away all that anxiety of funding all that anxiety of saying oh my god um, do i even need to write uh, this this exam because i don't have funding funding i might not even be
0: allowed into the right." yeah
1: you understand so they, 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 they even come to a point where the university will always send you a notification please pay please pay or you know you have not paid it's april or it's may or it's june so the 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 everything funding talk and what we've been doing is to even just ease those anxieties of students to say away from everything focus on your studies there's a buzzer in fundraising office that is going to deal with whatever issues that you're facing yours to come here is to study and yeah yeah study get that distinction make sure that you know you progress through the next year whatever funding we're going to deal with and we've shown um in previous years how we could even fundraise towards ensuring that students who are at the verge of um financial exclusion, are able to come back to the institution um, and and register, right? There is the Hardship Fund. There is the Bidvest uh, Rural Fund that was established under the office even this year um, to say we can pay for a certain amount of your fees so that you can come back and be able to register. So I think the ultimate message um, that we have been preaching and what we've been getting from students is the uncertainty of saying, what am I going to do because I don't have funding? I
0: don't have funding. Yeah.
1: Or how am I going to deal with this frustration that I'm seeing from my uh, Pazari, the one that I'm using? And that's um, the the issues that we've been seeing um, through the engagements. Ultimately, my brother, I'd have to say that we do believe in the attainment of free, quality, and decolonized education. Yes. But at the end, we need to be doing something before we get to that realization. Before we get to that of yeah. it. We need to be making sure that students are safe. We need to be making sure that students are funded. And we need to be making sure that um, whatever is uh, concerned with funding and, um, uh, you know, buzzaries yeah. is taken care of. That's I why they elected us. Yeah.
0: I mean, look, we live in one of the most interesting societies in the world because the capitalist system has shown us how much it values itself mm. more than the people it, it it seems and preaches to look out for. But what kind of because of time I need to just rush to this. Uh, if you do have any questions actually you can uh, just call us on 011 and you can ask the two gentlemen with me in fact the three because we've got Gamukhello Chauke from the SRC, Zianda and Zimande and Tuto with us here in studio. I want to understand something uh, real quick with the conversations with the stakeholders because you have to go to stakeholders and actually try and convince them that free education is something that is actually really needed in the country so what kind of conversations are you having with them how are you convincing them in saying look guys we really need this we really need this for our students because it's very important so um i think the
1: conversation with um uh, you know, our government has been continuing yeah. ever since 2014 going forward, right? And I think it would be even selfish to think that fees must fall or movements like that only started with us coming to the university. As far as 2007, when I was um, a young kid, my aunt was in a TVED uh, college, and I had another um, aunt that was in a university, mm. and they still struggled with the same issues of funding. And they still said, look, we can't fund ourselves um through uh, the education part of it and through the accommodation part of it. And and they came with different solutions and they came with different ways in try in trying to uh, bring up their frustrations. And um bring it back to what I think most of the students that, you know, are with us now can understand. In the Must Fall um era, there there was a, a whole wave of of um Protests throughout the country because um, if we look at the whole setting of higher institutions of learning, after 1994 there was a defunding yeah. um, um, of of the subsidies that are given to institutions of higher learning. Mm. So what that does is that if you defund with the subsidies from government, um, the institutions like your vets, your Stellenbosch, your UP, your Rhodes, um, you know the previously white um, institutions, institutions yeah. will want to hike up their fees in order to keep the prestige as they call it, um, of the institution um, and run their their day-to-day basis. And that is not what, um, you know, most of the students that the influx that comes in which are black students, which are students from poor and disadvantaged uh, backgrounds, they do not have uh, the amount of money to to pay for for higher institutions of learning. So that is where the crisis is, is is to say that you you do qualify academically to be here, but the financial aspect of it is going to drag you back um, from you entering the institution. And we have been speaking Really, we have been speaking to the government. There's been different funding models of even explaining how free education can be funded, mm. right? One of it was even saying that you can take money from the from the um, 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 private sector. You can, you know, you know, you can tax big business so that you can fund free education. Um, one of it was even saying that every South African citizen can pay at least one percent um, of tax towards uh, education, yes. so that when you are old enough um you can be at the stage of saying i have a, a child that can go to um university they've passed properly you don't have to pay anything so cool from the so prestige yeah, yeah yeah you know they they you don't have to pay anything Right, And I, I'd be lying to say that I cannot like explain all the different models that we've came with because there was not only a protest, but there was an academic and inter- intellectual dialogue behind it that it said, this is how we want the free education to look like. And it, it seems like it's falling on deaf ears, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the issues... So instead of free education, we're given NFSAs right yes and even today we can see the different challenges and ututo and uunzimande can can attest to that that a lot of students would come to our office and even still uh, uh, complain about how nfs is ran uh we saw that there was a defunding of of students like five thousand uh plus students from the previous year llp has been defunded um there's problems with how people go and uh, place their appeals there's a lot of problems that happen Inside of NFSA's yes. right, as that proposed uh, free education model and how it's going to be ran, so we do see the problems, and there are more than many. Yeah. But we also do come with the solutions. That's why we have, um, you know, approached private companies. We have approached even the government to say, "Okay, please assist here. Please make, uh, uh, you know, amendments here." Um, even with the with the, with the institution to say please assist so one thing that i know i think uh, it's going to be communicated uh, at a certain time is that the students that have been defunded from from llp are actually going to be assisted by the university right okay um one one is that uh, there is money that comes from uh, private sectors there's money that would come from um, government sectors because we do engage in conversation on a day-to-day to b- to day day basis day. to say no student should go back without a degree because you came here for, a, for degree, a degree, you came here for a qualification. So we are proactively, we're proactively engaging different stakeholders. We're proactively trying to challenge and to ensure that the student life is is as safe as possible. But um, at the end of the day, um, I would say. After the conversation has been exhausted, mm-hmm. we're activists, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, our students still need to be number one. Those are the students that put us there to say, fight for us. Yes. And whatever the fight, however it looks like, that's how we're going to be fighting for them.
0: Uh, I don't know,
2: Mr. Zimandi. I agree with everything you're saying, my brother.
0: Sure. Nothing to add now i'm really glad uh, that you guys came through to have this conversation with us and i'm glad i'm hoping that you have some questions and if people do actually have some questions where can they come and get a hold of you guys well they can find us uh second floor matrix yes. in the src offices bursary
2: and fundraising that's our office where we work if they have any queries any questions they can come there will always be someone in the office willing to help they are friendly Very nice. We're students also at the end of the day so we understand everything you're going through. So if you do have questions, you can pop by by the
0: office and we can assist. Gents, thank you very much for having this conversation with us. And, uh, you know, just bringing in some light and understanding that the struggle is always going to be there yeah. and you are just trying to find better ways to have these conversations with students Indeed. so thank you very much for joining us right here in FM. if you do have some questions you can uh, send them to to us at 063-300-8847 and we will make sure that uh, the gents from the SRC do actually get the questions and they do actually uh, come to you guys and actually just give you the the runnings and the answers that you are kind of looking for it is uh, 952 right and FM, is myself Naomi Leaf.